0: Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at stillpodcast or on Instagram at waiting underscore podcast or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E-R-N-I-E dash cornejo c-o-r-n-e-j-o or if you don't want to enter that address at all you can just go to anchor.fm and look up still waiting podcast enjoy the show hey what's going on everybody how's it going welcome back to another uh, episode of the still waiting podcast it is very late on a sunday night I'm recording way too late because, of course, I was at my parents' all day watching stuff, watching football, watching wrestling. And it's almost nine o'clock, and here I am recording another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. But it's because I made this promise to you guys that I would do this nearly every week and try to wrap or like rack up everything I'm going to talk about. Um, Of course, I have to start the episode with the shitty thing that happened in Wisconsin earlier today. Uh, I don't know the full-on details. I don't even remember the city's name. But definitely my thoughts and prayers go out to those people affected. I mean, nearly 30 people injured and quite a few dead because of some idiot uh, probably retaliating because of the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Decide to run down a freaking parade in his SUV and hurt people. And it's it's such a fucking sick and tw- twisted world we live in, guys. Uh, nothing's safe anymore, not even parades, which is in- absolutely like insane to think about. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that settles the argument why anybody would need an AR 15 now. It's like because you just don't know when the time comes where you'll need it like it's better to need it and not have it than have it and not need it as the saying goes because i guarantee it that motherfucker wouldn't have even ran through three people if a skilled marksman was nearby and just said you know what nope you not today motherfucker um but you know that's solely hypothetical uh mainly a hypothetical uh it's definitely sad to think about how the world retaliates to what i think was great news and i'm gonna get into that eventually but um I, I'll just, I just wanted to preface the show with like uh thoughts and prayers to wisconsin it's insane the the world we live in these days is insane and i i hope they catch that motherfucker or i think it's two people that are from what i've heard um but, yeah, absolutely insane. Um, other than that, it's been a very, very hectic week. Uh, not so much with work, although I will get into that, but more with my son. I got some bad news earlier this week from his school. Um, I'm not going to get into it because it's it's kind of uh, too personal to just air on the podcast. But, uh it it was it was definitely disappointing i will say that uh i don't know I've, i think he's supposed to get get evaluated for adhd but i i am more pissed off with the school than anything and it's sad to say like you know he's going to preschool for uh, at a catholic school you think they'd give a little bit more grace but apparently they don't they're not as old school as i you know had grown up like Uh, They weren't as old school as, you know, what you heard back when you were a kid. Like, they don't break up the rulers. They don't fucking discipline and throw your kid out the window. Um, They don't beat their asses or anything like that. Which, you know, I still don't... I'm not opposed to it, of course. Not beating asses, but discipline, man. And if a teacher has to discipline, just discipline the kid. But kids have way too much power these days. And, you know, you don't want to get the state involved and you know make it look like your kid has been like brutalized I get that I think I would probably go insane if I heard a teacher was beating my kids ass (laughs) Um, but sometimes I just sit there and think man that my kid needs it man he is just I mean my dad likes to joke but there's a little bit of truth to it my my kid is satan incarnate he's the antichrist but (laughs) he's the love of my life and I would never like I, I wouldn't have it any other way because the kid is just amazing otherwise. But my ex wife, she decided to share the news with me regarding his school. And one thing stuck out to me, and it wasn't even so much the details of the email. It was because she sent me the details from her work email. And I decided to, I read the entire thing, and something caught my eye with my ex wife because. She is, of course, a supervisor in my industry. And I don't know if this is something that uh, the CEO and the higher-ups told the supervisors and the managers to do. But I, like, couldn't help but laugh at my ex-wife because she succumbed to the pronoun police. Yes, the dreaded pronoun police. It's, like, (laughs) why... Why are pronouns such a big fucking deal to anybody anymore? Like, to anybody, like, nowadays. Uh, I just, I don't understand it. So when I saw her signature at the bottom, and right below it, the she, her, hers, I started crying, laughing. Like, I, you think I would have been, I was, like, upset, of course, with the news about my son. But then I saw that, and I just, like, I lost it. I was laughing so hard, because I was like, Really? You succumb to the pressure, huh? Like, they they got to you, didn't they? Like, they're filling your brains up. They're filling your brain up with that bullshit. Like, you know, you might identify as they, them, or whatever the fuck. Or, you know, you might identify as a basketball. And your pronouns are Z's and whatever the fuck. It, I don't know. When I saw that, I just started crying, laughing. I was just like, of course, I mean, one second I'm upset with my son or with the news regarding my son, next second I am just dying laughing because my ex-wife succumbed to the pressure, and that's something I'll never do, because if you look at me, you can call me she, her, her, like, whatever the fuck, or they, them, or he, him, I don't give a fuck, I know what's between my legs, I know I'm a man, and... Whatever. I don't fucking care. It's not any bad ah. <laughs> But I'm trying to make light of this, guys. Here I am like about to blow up and put myself in that situation, but I don't know, it just made me laugh, thinking like she succumbed to the pressure to the pressure, like what's next? Because I mean, I was married to the woman for nearly a decade. I know what's between her legs. And it's just like who fucking cares? who fucking cares anyway? I don't care how you identify it. If you're a person, you're a person to me. Like, oh, it's a crazy world we live in these days, guys. But here I'm going to talk about work now. Um, so last week I told you guys about my peer review. And I almost thought about bringing the paper up, but I ended up just throwing it away so I could read it to you guys. The peer review, the dreaded, the one that just keeps getting me fired up. Uh I read it a few more times the past week and I just it's just like who who fucking hates me that much? And I was like, I know it's that motherfucker, but I can only be like 99% sure because who knows? You never know who's two-faced in any department. So, but what ended up happening is I was right. His His peer review, his review was coming up this week, this coming week. And my boss decided this past week to send out an email for peer reviews for this person. And believe me, guys, I wanted to submit something. I was thinking like, like this guy's only part time. He doesn't even really interact with people because he goes to clinics after hours and gets stuff out of lockboxes. He's only part-time. And I just, like... I was thinking, like, for the good stuff I can put about this guy... Is he's good with keys and lockboxes. For the feedback, I was thinking, like... He's a bastard. Like, there was no way to write mine... And not sound like a vindictive cunt about... The things that were said about me. Um... So, I decided, I decided to just take a breath and let it go. Like, I just had no choice. I was like, okay, this motherfucker was, like, basically trying to get me fired, but eat, my boss's words were good, my other peers' words were good, and he, my even my boss said, this is just one person. So... Uh like, I knew I was in good standing with my job, with my boss, with the organization, with everybody except for that one guy. So, I, yeah, I took a breath, and I just, believe me, the whole week I was like, should I say it? Should I just say what I need to say? And, no. I, it was like somebody was just tugging on me saying, like, don't do it, man. It's not worth it. Uh, You got the majority on your side. So just let it be. And it was funny because I told my coworkers about it. And they were like, first they they were telling me to do it. They're like, do it. He fucking did it to you. Just do it. Do it. And as I was explaining to them, like as the week went on, I would let them know. And they were like, they saw my side. They're like, okay, that makes sense. You're right. There's no way... To make your way, yours sound like a, like revenge. And so I just let my coworkers do the peer reviews for me. Like, there were so many people submitting their reviews about this guy and kind of ripping into him. So I was just like, yeah, let those peer reviews just sink in and make that guy look like an asshole. Um, But I will say, I'm pretty sure I'm about 99% positive he's not getting the leadership job that he applied for and that I interviewed him for, (laughs) so, um, yeah, fuck you, dude. Um, but yeah, that was my week at work and, you know, with my son, Other than that, I mean, my week was good. My weekend was good with my son. I mean, even though I I kind of had a depressing week. I don't know. Like, I was just in my head a lot this weekend, guys. And that feeling of loneliness came back. It's sad to say. like, And I probably sound like a pathetic loser to you dudes. but Or to you guys and gals, of course. I mean, there's women that listen to this podcast, guys. But, you know, I reached out to you-know-who check in, check in on her, let her know I do miss her, of course, wasn't a desperation call, it wasn't like a please take me back thing, just like, kind of like, let her know where I stand, like, I'm open to the idea of moving on, with or without her, but I do miss her, um, miss her a lot, and, like, you know, maybe we'll talk it out, who knows, she she messaged me back and said give her time of course I respect that but you know I'm also I was also letting her know that I am open to the idea of what she what she needed from me and that was you know meeting with people and all that good stuff but you know for her to help me out in this process. That's all I asked. Like, just help me do this stuff because I don't know what to do. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. You know, it's it's not like I said, it was just me saying, like, hey, checking in, how have you been? How's it going? Um, I do miss you a lot, and I love you a lot. I love you like crazy. So you know just all that stuff kind of just came pouring out of me, and yeah, you know we'll see what happens um like I said, it wasn't like a beg, begging for her to take me back because it's not we're not in a fucking high school anymore guys like either you wanna waste your time on me or you don't if you don't just fucking shrug my shoulders and move on uh I think you only get one chance at of like a at a uh, what do you call it? Re- reconciliation. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but I'm going to move, plow ahead. <clears throat> um, in other news, so la- what I said last week um, when I was talking about sports, I was talking about WWE because I, of course, I went into uh, talk about wrestling for a little bit because I said AEW is prevailing and I really, really. Am getting lost when it comes to WWE. Like, I don't care as much. But the funny thing about that was... This past week, after I released that episode... I think it was Monday. I, I didn't even watch... I, I barely ever watch Monday Night Raw anymore. Or SmackDown. Like, it's very rare that I watch those shows. And if I do, it's just like because I am bored. And I want to see what's going on. But on Monday they announced that they were coming to Portland. So my dad immediately texts me. He's like, hey, want to go? Like, it's around your birthday. I can get it for an early birthday present. And Of course. I've been going to these... I've been to so many WWE shows with my dad that I couldn't say no. I was like, of course I'll go with you. Like, this will be fun. It's always fun. We have fun. Let's fucking go. And, yeah, he bought... He ended up buying the tickets on Wednesday. Like, we might even be within the camera's view because we are going to be, like, right in that perfect area where I could be seen on TV. (laughs) But that's in February, and I'm pretty excited. Like, you know, it's a fun WWE event with the dad. I've been to WrestleMania with the guy. I've been to a few pay-per-views with the guy when they came to Portland or Tacoma. I've been to quite a few Raws. I've never actually been to a Smackdown, which is weird, honestly. Like, you think I would have gone to a Smackdown in my time, but since I was five years old, since I, probably since I was four, three or four, I've been going to these shows with him. Like, I saw Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan in Portland when I was a kid, so I was ecstatic back then, and as the years went on i still get ecstatic even if i'm not not so much invested in the story it's a fun experience to go with like a person that you've been going with these going to these shows with for like the last 30 years but uh yeah that that's going to be a treat in february and i can't wait all right um which part should i get into first Fuck it. I'll talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. So, I honestly forgot about Kyle Rittenhouse until about two weeks ago when the trial started. Or, I don't know when the trial started, but his name started appearing more and more. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that kid. That kid that defended himself. That was clearly on video of him defending himself with an AR-15 against these brutal-ass fucking Antifa members. One being a fucking child rapist saying that he was going to kill Kyle. Um, and it's all on video of them attacking him and him shooting them. It's all on video. And then him immediately like giving himself up to the police because he know, he knows like, yeah, a crime was committed, but it was justified. Like you could see the videos, you can see anything. Like there was all the, like every video like that was submitted, like I don't even know why it went to trial, to be honest. Like it shouldn't it shouldn't have even gone to trial. Um but I do like one guy you can clearly tell he was fucking he was a fucking idiot, bald idiot, and he had a history of course he had a criminal history. Like he he was a child rapist, convicted child rapist, and then he's fucking trying to kill a minor. Um it I want my minor to have an AR15 if a guy like that is going to be around him. Like I'll gladly give my kid an AR15 right now and he's 5 years old. Would he probably shoot me? Absolutely. Um uh, but if that fucking guy's near my kid, I'm giving my kid the AR15 and saying that guy right there, you take him out. Um if he gets near you, of course. Uh, Um, and then the other guy, one guy ended up walking away, but I'm so glad that he testified and he actually told the truth. He even said like, yeah, like he was defending himself, even though I was trying to kill him too. He was defending himself and you can clearly see the prosecutors. Like they are just hands in their faces. Like, fuck, like this guy flat out, just won the case for Kyle Rittenhouse, like, and I'm, I'm so glad he got acquitted, of course, I'm talking about this stuff now, like, like, of course, it's so sad that the jury can't do their jury duties without thinking of the consequences that are gonna happen, um, like, leading up to today, what happened in Wisconsin today, fucking horrifying, and I guarantee it, it's a, it's a, what am I looking for? It's their uh, response to the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Kill innocent people. Um, Because for some reason, the media, the media made it seem like everything he did when he was shooting those two white people, I mind you, like, he shot two white people, killed two white people, and shot another one. But somehow, somehow, the media flat out says it's due to white white supremacy. This kid is the face of white supremacy. Uh He killed white people for white supremacy. Like, if that's for white supremacy, you're the worst white supremacist there is, dude. Like, he killed no people of color. Uh... He, You can clearly tell, like, looking at the kid, what you see in the videos before all that shit went down, you can clearly see he cared for the community, because the community was burning. I don't even remember if it was a response to George Floyd, or whatever, like, he was there to, like, help, so, because, like, the community was burning down, and, like, prosecution was even trying to like sit there and be like why were you going towards a fire extinguisher uh, going towards a fire with a fire extinguisher he's like because it's a fire you fucking idiots like they're trying to vilify this guy and everything he did that day and you can clearly tell he was trying to be of help he had a gun in case he needed it he wasn't there to kill anybody he was there to defend himself and help his community I saw it that way, many millions of people saw it that way, but of course the media spins it and brainwashes people into thinking that this is all due to white supremacy. So, I just hope he sues the fucking shit out of CNN, out of MSNBC, I don't know if anybody on Fox News did that to him. I hope he sues President Joe Biden because Joe Biden called him a white supremacist. I hope he just gets the defamation suits going because you know what happened when they did that same shit to Nick Sandman? He now pretty much owns CNN. Guy got 250 mil on defamation suits. So I hope Kyle Rittenhouse flat out just says, hold my beer you know, we are gonna, we're gonna own CNN together, buddy, um, but yeah, that it's just been an insane week in the news, and I really, really, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for Wisconsin, I'm praying for Kyle, really, really hope he gets into, like, some sort of witness protection program, because, you know, like, he, he has to stay in the red area, he has to stay in the red, in the red states where people are backing him, because if he goes if he comes here to Oregon, people would flip. If he goes to California, you know, they would fucking torch his house or something. And then he'd probably good he'd probably get arrested for somebody torturing his house and killing them. Um But yeah, I mean I'm I'm hoping the best for that kid and I'm really, really like hoping his family's safe, hoping he's safe. And that just goes to show you if you're gonna fucking riot. And you come across a guy with an AR-15. Um, you probably shouldn't approach a guy with an AR-15, ever. That just shows how stupid you are as a person. If you're willing to die for nothing, you you think it's racial injustice, but no, the media just they 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 you're their collateral damage. So whatever i'm I'm gonna move on because, yeah, this has been a pretty hectic case, otherwise, like I don't know, it's just been a weird fucking week on an upside though, on a on an upside, I decided on Friday because I was of course having a very lonely night, and I was just like, I want to either hang out with a few people and do something. Or I want to watch something crazy. And I decided to go with the latter. I decided to order the YMH live special. Because they they filmed it on Thursday. It was a live podcast. Tom Segur and Christina P did a live show with Joe Rogan. And their live shows are some of the most intense, darkest shit you will ever watch in your life. It's so disgusting. I mean, two girls, two girls, one cup has nothing on a YMH live show. This was like their seventh one. And I've watched one before and I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on the podcast. Of course, uh, one time my ex-girlfriend caught me watching that for that second one. Uh, and she came in at the most inopportune time. I talked, I think I talked about it either on the bit, this podcast or was it Brandy's podcast? I'll never forget it, where a girl took a penis pump to her cooch and basically pulled out her uterus. (laughs) It was disgusting. It was the most gnarly shit. And, of course, my ex-girlfriend walks in, sees me watching that, thinking I'm, like, sick in the head. She, like, gives me the look, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I swear to God, I did not know this was going to be on. And I was basically buying it for the comedy. Um... So if she thinks I'm like disgusting. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, that's basically why I watch these shows because I want to laugh and I want to be like. I just want to be like disgusted. I want to be laughing. I want to like hate the human race because the human race is just so fucked up when you see shit like this. Like, uh, I'll. <laughs> No, I won't talk about this one. This one almost fucking got me to throw up. But i there were there was like Japanese shit porn. And it was disgusting. But that was not even like the that wasn't even like the one that got me. It was something else. And <laughs> it was like seeing Joe Rogan's reactions, seeing Tom and Christina's reaction. I I fucking laugh at their reactions. Now when I see this shit when i see this shit for myself the shit that they show me i i i don't have like no faith in humanity anymore like like i don't know i just i don't know what to think of human beings anymore when they do the shit that tom and christina put on the internet (laughs) it's nuts Uh, on another thing, like, uh, like another thing that almost got me, like, injuries gross me out to a degree. Uh, this one in particular had me a little like, oh, fuck, like, I almost, I pretty much looked away, but then I, of course, peeked, and I was like, oh, shit, like, that is gnarly. Guy, like, going, what, the luge, like, I think he was lugeing, I don't know, maybe he was just lugeing on a skateboard, but he ended up hitting a post. And a bone protruded out of his friggin' leg. It looked pretty gnarly. It was pretty gross. Um, but yeah, it, it's... These shows, man. I mean, even they had, like... I don't know if you guys know who Unkshine is. I think Snoop Dogg has featured him on his Instagram. But these guys, Christina and Tom, Tom especially... Ended up meeting Unkshine and had him on the recent live show that I just watched on Friday. And did some fun activities with him. And Unkshine, he's a very unique character. He's definitely a, a, a your mom's house staple. Um, He just talks about eating booty. And he calls a banana split where you put whipped cream ice cream corn chips uh pecans and a banana like in between an ass like in between the ass cheeks and you just eat the booty that way (laughs) so tom brought in a porn star and he pretty much did that except she wore a thong and so he wasn't completely eating her booty but He was basically in heaven and it was pretty gnarly to see him put corn chips and ice cream on a fucking ass and it and lick it and uh, these, these shows guys they're only 10 bucks but it's a good laugh like I love your mom's house podcast so much it's definitely an influence of mine and they make me laugh constantly. But what, these live shows are on another level and I can't wait to hear Joe Rogan talk about it to whoever he talks to about it on his on his podcasts um because his experience was pretty gnarly like the video the shit he had to sit through or that we had to sit through I, I will say we it, it's so gross and I and I have it until next Sunday so I might watch it one more time I mean get my money's worth right guys um. Let's see here. Before I get into Angel's Corner, of course, I am going to talk a little sports. And I got to say, guys, I'm very fucking upset. Very upset. The Ducks pissed me off last night. I quit watching at halftime because the game was so pathetic. I go, there goes the playoffs. There goes any chance of playoffs. Um, It is just... Sailing away. So, um, I, of course, I am a diehard Ducks fan. And believe me, I wanted to flat out say fuck the Ducks tonight, guys. But I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna sit there and say better luck next year. Who knows what will happen. But they played so fucking pathetic today. So, or not today, last night. And... I just don't know what to think anymore. Like, I have faith. Like, I'm, like my faith goes, and then it comes back. And then it goes and comes back. And then, yeah. Like, that, that was... This year was a case where, like, I had a little bit of faith. And then Ohio State... The Ohio State game happened. And I was like, oh, I have a lot of faith. And then the Stanford game happened, and my faith dwindled a lot. And then as time went on... Uh, like, and of course their, their standings went up. I, the faith was coming back. The faith was coming back. And of course, two games left, two games left. We were in the playoffs. Now we only have one game left and we're definitely not in the fucking playoffs. <clears throat> um, but yeah, better luck next year, guys. Of course, I'm going to watch the civil war this this next week, that's right, Thanksgiving is this week, guys, oh my god, it's gonna be so depressing, um, but, the Civil War is on Friday this week, and, well, I think it's on, it's always the Friday after Thanksgiving, the Civil War, um, which I still call it the Civil War, they're trying not to call it the Civil War, the fucking PC cunts, uh, but yes, we have to face the Beavers, and I think that means if we beat the Beavers, we're going to be the Pac-12 North champs, then we go to the Pac-12 championship, and if we win the Pac-12 championship, then we go to the Rose Bowl. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm Just hoping for some good football games. In um, other football news, like let's see here, did I watch much football today? I watched the Green Bay game today. That's right. And they lost, like, which was surprising. I thought they were going to manhandle the Vikings. Nope, the Vikings came to play today. And it's weird to see, you know, like, I don't know. It's just weird to see the Vikings with Kirk Cousins play good against a team like Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. But we also want, I also yeah, like I did watch the Survivor Series for WWE and it was okay of course there's no it's all like a brand supremacy thing so it wasn't like the best pay-per-view but it was all right it's fun times with my dad and my son before my son went back home with his mom um but yeah that was my week this week guys and uh I think I'm gonna cut this and Come back for Angel's Corner here in a second. So I will be right back. And I am back. Uh, Here we go with Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos. Banuelos. uh, My writer for my show. Always submits questions every week. Nobody ever helps him. Um, But he submits all these questions. And I can't thank him enough. Because it helps me give you guys at least an hour, or at least try to get you an hour. I don't know how many, I forgot how many questions he submitted this week, guys, but I'm going to try to make the show an hour. Um, before I get into Angel's Corner, though, I want to give a shout out to Tommy Nguyen, Tommy Nguyen, <laughs> Tommy Nguyen. Um, one of my favorite people on this earth. He used to go work out with me. He hated waking up at 5 a.m. to come work out with me, but I miss that dude and I wanted to give him a shout out because he says he listens to the podcast and that you can hear that I'm more confident now and I can't thank him enough for being a listener. Um, But yeah, love you Tommy, miss you bro, hopefully we can work out again sometime soon when I can afford a gym membership. But let me get Angel's questions ready and let's break in, let's answer some questions. Uh, oh, he did submit quite, eh, not too much. Uh, let's see here. Pfizer is coming out with an experimental, experimental COVID pill that cuts the disease's worst risk by 89%. Would you try this experimental pill? What if the, what if it gets an FDA approval? Would you still have your beliefs even though it's in a pill form? Yes, I I don't, I don't trust these fucking big pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer and Moderna and, um, they can, I mean, an FDA approval doesn't mean shit, obviously, anymore, because they, FDA approved on this vaccine and without... T- uh, taken into consideration, long term effects, and now data is coming out where it shows like nervous system breakdowns, blood clots, uh, a lot of adverse reactions. Um, and a pill would make it no different if it's got the name Pfizer on it. Fuck Pfizer, and I don't like. It's just, it's, it's a fucking weird world we live in these days where we can't trust medical or i'm going to put that in quotes uh, medical companies or pharmaceutical companies because like you think medicine is supposed to help you and i think companies like this are are it's all about population control of these people and um like i i don't know like i probably sound like an ignorant fucking idiot but I was going to say retard, 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 um, but I sound like an ignorant idiot because, you know, I can't find the words to describe my feelings about the vaccine. Like, like I don't put anybody down for taking it. Like if you want to take it, take it. That's, that's you. But like the whole, it's the whole forcing thing. That's really pissing me off guys. Um, the mandates for everything because Fuck mandates. When have, when has the government ever given a shit about us? Really? Can you last tell me when any political, uh, official, president, the only, la- the, I will say, I mean, now that I'm saying this, I will say, Trump. Out of out of the last thirty years, I'd say Trump seemed like the most caring out of all of out of everybody that's been in office. Even your precious little Obama, that guy was a fucking cunt. Um, because that I think him being in office caused way more racial division than um, unification. Because it wasn't because people were mad that a black president was in office; it was just that he was making everything so black and white it wasn't it, it, i don't know it's like it, it, it yeah here i am sounding like an idiot i'm not going to even talk about that but <laughs> trump seemed like the most caring because like i said there was no wars under this guy's belt he and he made peace with most middle eastern countries like and israel israel was of course an ally to the us but he made c- countries Make peace with Israel, which I thought I'd never see. Like, it seems like everybody vilify, vilifies Israel. And I don't know. Uh, here I go, like, talking about FDA and Pfizer, and all of a sudden I'm talking about politics. Damn, like, <laughs> see, that's the thing about this shit. Like, everything is so politicized. Like, it even, even me, like, I fucking can't think of anything without getting politics involved anymore, which is such a sad thing to think about. Like the only time I don't do that is with comedy or metal. Like of course there are some bands that I listen to that will politicize stuff and talk politics in their music, but I've rarely listened to them. (coughs) Um yeah, it's like uh, politics are the worst guys, and I'm, I'm, I'm done talking about it. All right. So some TikTokers are saying that the stage of Travis Scott's Astro World looked like an, looked like an upside down cross. What do you think? And I think I saw this. Oh. So at the beginning of the show there was a burning dove. One com- commenter even wrote that they believe the burning dove to be a symbol for sacrifice. In the Illuminati. It goes without saying that they didn't provide any evidence to support this. I actually did watch that video. And yeah, there there's so many things. I think I even talked about it when we talked about it last week. Um, <clears throat> when I, where I heard that it was like a satanic sacrifice. All those people dying. And then all of a sudden I see all this stuff. Like, yeah, burning doves are apparently um indications of sacrifice, and <clears throat> that's just wild to think that that happened right before the show, and then, of course, people die. Um But as far as the stage looking like an upside-down cross, like, upside-down crosses don't mean shit to me. As a Christian guy, like, I actually looked into upside-down crosses, and I heard... Like, this is what I read on it. Like, it's not meant to be offensive to Christians. And most Christians won't be offended by an upside-down cross. Uh, Of course, there will be those few that will be, of course, because they think, you know, you're putting down Jesus Christ. But in the old days, that's how people would um, crucify people, they would crucify them upside down because they didn't feel they deserved to die upright like Jesus Christ did. So that's that was the whole purpose of an upside down cross, is to crucify people upside down. Um, Of course, the sick and twisted world we live in, you know, even nowadays, uh, it's not so much different from, you know, nearly 1,500 years ago, 2,000 years ago just way more twisted with all that shit um let's see here people say it is kind of chilling that the words see you on the other side was on the stage was on stage and 10 people died do you believe in plain oh (laughs) that's a different question um yeah that's a little scary to be honest i think If I saw something like that at a show, I think I would probably just stay back as far as possible. Um, You know, of course, my, like if I were to go to a Slipknot show, they have those theatrics. But I mean, I've never seen a Burning Dove or anything like that. But of course, they, at the last Slipknot show I had, or I went to, they they had like what looked like a satanic head on top of their stage. And, you just think that's just Slipknot. That's what they do. And nobody ever gets hurt at their shows that I've seen. I'm sure there's people that have gotten hurt, but not killed. Definitely not killed. Slipknot doesn't want to get sued. So, but I, speaking of Travis Scott getting sued, or speaking of getting sued. I heard from one of my coworkers this week that some there's like a 750 million dollar lawsuit on him now, which I think good. Fucking throw the book at that guy. Like he doesn't deserve the world. Like I, I don't know. Like I'm not, I no, I won't say that he doesn't deserve the world, but if you're if you're talented, you're talented. Like I get it, but don't sell your soul to the devil and fucking think you are just the. Fucking shit, like just be a humble person, man, and know know the risks at your shows. If people are gonna hurt themselves, you need to put a stop to that, man. Um, that's just out outrageous, but uh, totally wild that something like that would be on on the stage before ten people died. See you on the other side uh do you believe in playing music backwards do you believe in playing music backwards has satanic messages and then he puts a picture of hotel california uh no i don't ever really believe in playing music backwards has satanic messages i think that's a hilarious thing because anytime i think of that i think of little nicky where they decided to put in uh chicago (laughs) <laughs> With the thing that this uh, that little Nikki makes the uh, turntable say is like, "I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent," like that cracked that cracked me up back when I was a kid. I thought that was hilarious. But he puts a picture of Hotel California. There are two passages cited being sinister and reverse. The first one is found in the opening verse. And the later line in the in the middle of the night, just hear them say when you allegedly hear, yes, Satan organized his own yes, Satan organized his own religion, and yeah, Satan hears hears this. He had me believe in him. I don't know, man. I think you would need a turntable to figure that out because I don't think you'd be able to hear that on Spotify or uh I don't know. That is wild, if that's true. And let's see here. Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. There are allegedly several backward messages embedded in the song. Among the highlights, here's to my sweet Satan. I sing because I believe in Satan. He will give those... He will give those with him 666. There was a little... Tool shed where he made us suffer sad Satan. Well, that's weird. Oh, this one. This one that he gave me now, I believe. <laughs> Beyonce's sweet dreams. As backmasking believers will tell you before they play you the song, you'll hear Beyonce sing, Hail Satan, Hail Satan. <clears throat> Sorry guys hail Satan, hail Satan, I am worthy, I am worthy, Satan, I am sorry, Satan, I am sorry for the end of your sins, cause they are going to live in hell, cause they are going to live in hell, hail Satan, I am worthy, I am worthy, I follow Lucifer, hail Satan, cause they're going to live in hell, I follow Lucifer, Jesus, uh, yeah, I could believe that, because it's fucking Beyonce, um, I think she's pretty wild to be honest Oof, That woman But it sounds like Queen, Motorhead, Britney Spears Deep Purple, Cheap Trick Slayer Sticks, Lady Gaga Lady Gaga's believable And Soundgarden are amongst all these people Or all these artists that Talk about Satan in their songs And that's that's pretty wild Um Oh shit I just came to the end here Damn Angel you didn't really submit submit much this week, but I will just talk about this backmasking stuff. Um, that is absolutely insane. If the, I mean, if that's really what stands out in in these songs, and it's sad. It's a sad, sad world. If if people really do go that way, I'm, like I said, I, I would be friends with the saintness, but uh, when you have to sit there and uh, subliminize your, your music like that, uh, is that even a word, subliminize, <laughs> if you need to be, hide it behind your music, I think that's sad, um, because if you're a fucking Satanist, just say it, <laughs> I mean, Most people don't give a fuck. Some people will even join you because it's the cool thing to do. Sad, but it's sad, but true. I don't know what else to think about with with this shit. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I got a good chunk left. Uh, But that'll do it for Angel's Corner, guys. Thank you, Angel. Love you, as always, for submitting questions and helping me out here, and... Tommy Wynn, you're welcome to join him. Maybe Angel and Tommy's Corner can be a thing. Uh, who knows? But if you guys could help the guy out, I'm sure he'd appreciate it. And, yeah, I am actually... Before I end the show, I should have brought this up before I started... Or before when I recorded this, the beginning. But... I am going to do something very drastic after I get out of here. I decided I am going to shave my head. So, wish me luck. Hopefully I don't look like you know Stevie Wonder cut my hair tomorrow. Because I have to go to work tomorrow. But yes, I am getting rid of my hair. And I'm a little nervous now that I'm talking about it on the show. <coughs> um, but yeah. I got my razors ready, I got an electric razor, which is gonna make me totally bald, uh, but my hair should grow back fairly quick, and then, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm too poor to go to the barber right now, guys, so, (laughs) it's kind of sad to say that, but I pay the barber very well, so, it, it it, it might help me just kind of saving a few bucks for a while, and, uh, doing it on my own I just hope it doesn't look like I did it on my own so yep I'm gonna get out of here I'm gonna go shave my head and I will talk to you guys next week God bless you guys take care Uh, have a good work week have a good weekend and yeah I'll talk to you next week see ya